Dear listeners, welcome to another exciting season of whatever we're calling this. The podcast of comparative literature and cultural studies at the University of Arkansas. I'm your host, Guillermo Pupo Pernet from Curramba La Bella. And in this season, we are exploring topics that benefit every single graduate student. For this episode, we are focusing on applying to external fellowships. We invited the director of the Descartes Center at the University of Utrecht to explain to us how their fellowships work. Enjoy the episode. Dr. Paul Siehet, thank you very much for accepting the invitation. To begin, I would like to ask you uh, if you can provide us with an overview of the Descartes Center and its core mission. Yes, thank you, Guillermo. Thanks a lot for, for inviting me and for giving me the opportunity to talk with you about our Descartes Center and, and the fellowships. The Descartes Center has a very long and, and heavy title, Descartes Center for the History and Philosophy of the Sciences and Humanities. So we have at least history and philosophy and the sciences and humanities in our center. That sounds like a lot. On the other hand, however, the Descartes Center is, is a virtual institution. It's basically a network of people, colleagues, researchers, teachers at Utrecht University who are working one way or the other on one or other of the topics I just mentioned. And we are taking this very broadly indeed. So we can this can include the history of ancient medicine, but it can also include formal logic and the philosophy of quantum mechanics and more or less everything in between. This means that the center doesn't have a very clear-cut agenda in terms of topics or a research program. That's because we are so diverse and want to support more or less everything that our members are interested in doing. So basically, our mission is to facilitate activities about all interesting aspects of this vast field I've just described. And that includes activities both for students, for young researchers, for senior researchers, and for the community as a whole. Now, can, can you tell, uh, and maybe a little, give me more on the significance of studying the interplay between these areas? Um, that is an interesting and intriguing question for us too, because as I said, we do not have one research program, but we are supporting all sorts of different projects. Um, in terms of content, you are now asking about sciences and humanities in particular. And some of the projects we do indeed have to do with the interplay between these fields, but not all of them need to study an interplay between already existing fields. So I might give two answers um, to this. So one is that, and that indeed is a kind of research profile of our center, that we are very interested in large general overarching concepts such as the history of knowledge in place of talking about the history of science or history of whatsoever but the history of knowledge where knowledge can of course include knowledge generated not everything needs to be connected um, so that also is part of um, what the center has to offer and that makes it more or less unique in the university 
We can also offer very flexibly support to top projects or topics that do not fit anywhere, but are interesting anyway. What are the benefits of, uh, for like in the case of PhD students, for junior fellows at the Vicar Center? What are junior fellows? How do you apply? Any comments on that particular area, Dr. Sige? Okay, so that, that again is two questions. So one is the more procedural question about how to apply, but you also already asked the more general question about what is the benefit? Um, so um, should I address these questions in the order of the more general and then to the more specific ones? Yeah? Okay. So what, what can you get out of a fellowship? Um, there are, of course, all sorts of, let's say, soft aspects to it. Um, get acquainted with a different style of doing research or working at university. And I'm an international scholar, so I'm not from the Netherlands myself, so I have seen quite a lot. And I always found it interesting to see and to learn about different styles, national styles. Um, of course, networking is, is important. And I have already mentioned that the Descartes Center is a big network of people. I'm always describing what we are doing also as a kind of brokerage of contacts. Um, and because we are so diverse, um, we can offer quite a lot, in particular in terms of methodology. That also is feedback I get from some of the fellows. Say people coming, that's a concrete example, um, doing work on history of medicine, making use of ex voto paintings. But having studied that from the history of from the standpoint of social history of medicine. But it can be very interesting to get this colleague into contact with people doing art history who are looking at these paintings with a very different perspective. Many more examples of this kind could, could be given, but that's one of the really important things that our center can, can provide. Um, more in particular, um, working with dedicated colleagues on, on a concrete project um, and get into contact with a pretty lively group of students. We have a very active research master program in history and philosophy of science, which with about 30 students every year, which is quite a lot for a research master program in, in Europe. And that's an active and also very diverse community. And we very much encourage our fellows also to interact with the student community. Um, so that's some of the things you can get out of the program, context, um, methodological inspiration, a diverse diverse community to, to interact with. Now, I, I would like that you offer us tips on what do you see in the application letter. So then the idea is that uh, graduate students that are listening to this episode, most of them get accepted by the Descartes Center. So when they submit the letter, uh, what? how do you recognize a strong application and what kind of things do you suggest people should avoid to make a strong application? Good question. Very practical question. Um, so if you look at the application procedure, which you find on the website of the Descartes Center, somewhat hidden because it's under the label about us, which is nice because it indicates that fellows are one of us, but it's sort of hidden. If you see, if you look at it, you see that basically it's pretty standard. Um, a publication list, a CV, um, the more 
two interesting bits are a research proposal and a letter of recommendation from a member of the Descartes Center. So the letter is important um, because it is relevant to think about how the research of a prospective fellow fits into what we do. So I have just a moment ago said um, we can support a lot of ideas, even very weird or interesting or exotic ideas. Yes, but somehow it needs to find a place in, in what we do. And it also, of course, a project can only profit from what we can offer if there is some overlap with what, you, what we already do. So I recommend all potential applicants to look careful into this issue, but keep in mind that overlap or contact can mean two things at least. So one, fitting squarely into one of the projects that are running at the moment, or have some contact, but add something that we do not have, but which still can relate to what we already have. So this requires some thinking and I'm well aware that it's sort of difficult to get a clear picture of what's going on at the moment in our center, in particular for someone who's not yet in detail acquainted with what we do. So an important step certainly is to get into contact with our center at an early stage in order to get a feeling for how might my research project fit into what we do. And get into contact with the center can happen via a number of routes. So one is um, contact a colleague whom you see on the website and of whom you think that she or he does something that's relevant for what I want to do. Um, you can also do that via contacting the director, which is in this case me, um, because I should know most of what's going on in our center or contact our business manager, Ariane Dendas, who also knows most about what's going on. Um, but that probably is the most important thing to, to consider. Another important thing to consider is um, to have a clear idea about deliverables. So just say, I want to be in the Netherlands for three months and do some research on this or that, fine. But it's more interesting to think in terms of, of deliverables. So say, I want to, want to fine tune an article for publication in order to do that. I would be very happy if I could talk both to an art historian and a philosopher of quantum mechanics. There certainly might be a project where this could be relevant, but fill it in with each another disciplinary specification you have in mind. And the final point, which would be interesting for us is to see how a prospective fellow would want to interact with our community. So say, um, are you interested in offering an afternoon masterclass for our master students? Um, give a lecture, um, say, um, if you're interested in a particular book collection in the Netherlands, do a trip there and introduce your colleagues to this collection. So think in terms of your concrete activities for reaching out beyond the colleague you're just working with. Thank you very much, Dr. Sija, for explaining carefully every single aspect of the application.
Uh, for the people who are listening to this episode, uh, the information about the DeCaf Center is going to be below the episode. Every single information about the director and uh, the Gian, uh is going to be also included over there. So, Dr. Sisha, thank you very much for accepting the invitation and thank you for introducing us to the DeCaf Center and the opportunity of uh, junior fellows uh, for graduate students. Thank you very much. Um, we're looking forward to seeing many interesting and stimulating applications and, more importantly, many interesting and stimulating people around Dendertrade. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope our conversation with the director of the Descartes Center was eye-opening. Remember, external fellowships are your ticket to shaping your future. Believe in yourself, stay persistent, and let your ideas shine. Hasta la próxima.